week's episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. You can support us for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to send a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. That is our producer-level reward. Thank you to Jeremiah Dempster, William Martin, Clayton John, and Christopher Admack. Now, on to the show. This is the Red Bull Ramp Podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? Welcome, my friends, to Show Never Ends. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman. Holy shit, there's three of us, and this Whoa. is episode 319. Oh, there's a flavor. I'm pretty sure it's the first time all of us are together since before your wedding. I think you're right. Very possible. So we're talking a good month and a half at this point. <laughs> yes, indeed. And we may be going back to that. Uh, sooner or yeah. less, less than three hosts sooner rather than later. Enjoy this. Enjoy it while it lasts. Everyone. Exactly. So, uh, New York Red Bulls bounced back from that loss to Toronto uh, with a ugly but good one nothing victory <coughs> down in Orlando. Orlando. God damn it. Looks stupid cough. I see Jay still dying since I've been last on the show. Something <laughs> never changed. <laughs> hey, if anything, I am just consistent. Okay. Um, yeah. So one nothing win in Orlando. Brian White scoring the only goal of the game. Man of the match or co-man of the match. I'm not kidding. The Red Bulls actually did this. Was the goalpost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The entire frame. Uh, Truman, you have the tweets ready for this one? Yeah, there's a bunch. Can you? Isn't it weird? Like we won a game and there's a bunch of tweets. That's bizarre. Yeah, I'm not used to it. So let's uh, let's get to it. Uh, Travis Moose at Moose underscore Travis said, "Interesting, interesting choice to plug in a two striker set late in the game when it would have made more sense to just add a fifth defender in that situation to shore up the back line. Is a two striker set the plan moving forward for Armas? Head scratching. All right." I, there's another tweet related to this, so we're, let's remember this topic, and I want to get back to it because there was something weird. Maybe my dislike. I don't know. Uh, our friend Anthony uh, Jeffra says, the goalpost has made many key saves for Red Bulls this season, and it continued here. And subbing an offense up one nothing was definitely odd. Hmm, strange. Hear that again. Uh, Keith Woodfin at HK Dallas said, I thought we played better versus TFC than Orlando. The difference, the post, and no boneheaded plays by the fullbacks this week. Tarek yeah. and Mario most of the time, did well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wayne Harrison at W. Harrison 83. A win is a win, but like a lot of this season, it wasn't convincing. Yeah. You know. And what I agree with what uh, at Creepy Taxi, our friend Steven Santos says, I will take a road win any way possible, ugly or pretty. Exactly. It's true. Casey Jones at Grateful Shred 23. Much needed three points on the road. Just wish they would stop playing up or down to the opponent. Start the best 11 and play your game. Uh, I don't know. But what are the Red Bulls really this year, right? Are they really playing yeah. up or down to anybody? You can have a best 11. 
Right. Um, CNY Metro star at CNY underscore Metro 96. Got the W, but holy crap, that <laughs> it was that second half poop emoji. On the plus side, please play Etienne more, and Brian White should be starting for the rest of the scene, in my opinion. Uh, so far, yeah. Sure. Uh, Keith Woodfin, I think, chimed in again here. Let's not sub out Kaku for BWP anymore, please. Yes. We're, we're getting to it, right? We're getting to that. We're going to talk about <laughs> it. And uh, Tonino, Tonino M at Tonino M said, sometimes it's better, be t- better to be lucky than good. Yep. So, can we move on to dislikes? And I'll, I will just kick it off because that would be my dislike. The substitution at the end. I don't understand it one bit. I don't understand subbing in uh, a forward, like was mentioned, which is very strange, up one nothing on the road. And if you're doing that, why are you subbing out your best playmaker, as I put that in quotes? I mean, Kaku is supposed to be your best playmaker, and, and I mean, in this game, he was. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had the assist for the only goal. Why are you pulling him out and putting it forward? That is completely puzzling to me. Um, I could see more of, like, Royer coming out there, like a different player. I, I don't – I think that sub made absolutely no sense. Yeah, no, it didn't make any sense. Um, no clue what exactly Armistice's intention was. There, I mean, Armis, once again, I mean, this whole season has been up and down for him. There are games where he looks like, wow, you really knew what you're doing. And then there's other games that are like, what was that? And I kind of feel like this is one of those. Um, that decision made no sense. Uh, I'll just double down on dislike because it wasn't, it was a boring game. So, I mean, other than that, what else are you going to dislike really in this one? Those uh, posts were boring. <laughs> yeah, those posts were boring. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's, yeah, doesn't make much sense. But, hey, win is a win. Uh, just to be a little different, I'll just the, – the defense in the second half, listen, I get it. It's a hot, humid atmosphere in, in Florida. The team is not really used to it, so I understand kind of bunkering and taking the pressure. I get that. But if you're going to do that, you don't give up the shots you do, let alone let them get as close as they did. If you're going to bunker, you still got to step up on guys when they're going to take a shot on goal. And that's what the defense wasn't doing. Also, if you're bunkering, why are you subbing in all like offensive players? Well, that's yes, that just kind of goes along with that. Is if you're the only way the BWP sub makes sense is if the Red Bulls had any sort of offense going in the second half, and he would jumpstart it. But they very clearly halfway through the second, actually not even halfway. I'm going to say like 15 minutes into the second half, just kind of gave up on any sort of offense, really. Yeah, and just hoped to come away with the at least a draw. Mm-hmm. And if Orlando was a better team, we would have been fucked in that second half. Yeah, I was fully, fully expecting um, to give up a goal in that in that second half. Fully expecting the way they were attacking. Yeah, without um, how they didn't get a better uh, shot on that, I, I'm perplexed. I mean, ex Red Bull Sasha Kleshin comes on and immediately starts tearing us to shreds. What does that tell mm-hmm. you? Mm-hmm. All right, uh, likes Pat. We'll start with you. What did you like about this one? Uh, you know what? I'll just give it to Brian White. Gets another goal. I mean, it wasn't the prettiest goal. Kind of shot it right at the keeper, but fortunately the keeper wasn't able to handle it and uh, it went in the back of the net. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he gives another road win and he continues to impress. Um, so, yeah, hats off to Brian White. I'm just going to agree with you. It's the, I think it's the, the big like here. Flemington's own Brian White. Uh, 
like like everyone on Twitter is saying, there's no reason why he shouldn't be starting. He is again red hot. Um, Kaku fed him a great pass, and he was able to bury it. Uglier or uglier, pretty. You take a goal like that. Uh, yeah, he's 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 the starter for now. He's the starter unless they do some kind of wacky two forward thing, like some people were asking about. I, I mean, I don't see a two forward uh, formation coming out of this team. Mm. Um, again, if you're going to experiment that, why are you taking Kaku out? But uh, yeah, again, I, I'm with you, Brian White, all the way. Um, I'll I'll throw to Kaku because that pass was was one of the best passes we've seen out of him this year. I mean, to to thread in an early ball the way he did from the position because it wasn't even like he was on the sideline; he was kind of central. If you think about where he was, mm-hmm. but to get that ball in there for Brian White to be the only guy to, to take a shot. That's a pretty good pass, and it's something yeah. we should hopefully see more of. Yep. So we'll move into afterthoughts, and uh, this will be kind of weird, but this is not really related to the game. I feel like just watching the Red Bulls the last few weeks since we've been on uh, Fox Sports a lot. I feel like Fox Sports has surpassed ESPN for its cover, for at least for the game day uh, actual game coverage of MLS. Well, listen, they surpassed them when they showed clips from Forza Lucha. So right then and there, it was over. True. Like, no comparison. ESPN would have never in a million years shown that clip. No, ever. No, they wouldn't. But I, just in general, I mean, I we've had a few different commentators over the last few weeks, and I haven't had any real complaints with any of them. I feel like the production quality has been there all throughout all this, especially when they're doing multiple matches like – we had the Seattle match immediately following the Red Bulls, so of course mm-hmm. they got like the better commentating team because of the whole Seattle Portland angle. But they're not slouching on MLS coverage. No, and I'm, they, I'm glad. Yeah, I mean they. I think they need to have that kind of programming more than ESPN does. ESPN shows more. Sports for the main for the main part. So ESPN also has ESPN also has a history to get away with not caring as much, right? I mean they have they have the NFL. They got their baseball Sunday night baseball, Monday night baseball, basketball, whatever. So I think it's nice to FS1 kind of is like, hey, this is our sport that we need to embrace. And yeah, I'll say they definitely do a better job. And did you notice something very weird? This game was on FS1, and there was no twenty minute pregame. That game kicked off like five, like what was it? Uh, what was that? A seven thirty-five start, I think. I thought it was no, it was like a. I guess it was seven thirty. I thought it was eight thirty, but yeah, it, it was right? pretty close to the time it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. Usually they do like a twenty-minute pregame, but no, boom. Maybe that's, that's because of the Seattle game afterwards. Right. They had the game right afterwards, which right. But still, if you, if you want the East Coast to stay on it, that game's got to start pretty much on time. So I was being very lazy with. Uh, the beginning of it, because I'm like, oh, you know, it's going to be like 15, 20 minutes before the game starts. And they're like, coming up at the break kick, I'm like, holy shit, all right, I'm not changing the channel now. <laughs> Don't worry, MLS will be replaced with Bass Pro Fishing in no time. <laughs> hey, listen, Cornhole's already coming on strong on ESPN, so watch out. I wish I wish I was making that up. I really do. No, I know. <laughs> you know, yeah. So I was going to bring this up during Thumping Ground, but it actually kind of makes sense more now. Um, well, actually, first, any, any other afterthoughts on the game? 
Yeah, just f- fucking direct TV. Can you give me the final five minutes of the game without you completely going to shit because of the weather? Thank God I had the game also running on my laptop just in case that happened. <laughs> <sighs> fucking A. Sorry. I lost I lost internet like twenty minutes after the game ended, so Yeah. Annoying. We didn't have that issue at Derby Road for Saturday, but we did have it last Wednesday. Yeah. Irritating. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, this was going to be dumping ground, but yeah, we can do uh, it now. Yeah, might as well. So the Red Bulls traveled back from Orlando on Monday, and if you follow Tim Parker, you had a pretty upfront look at why MLS's travel regulations are stupid. Yep. And if you don't know what I mean, it's that teams are limited on number of charter flights they can do per year. Uh, the reason, I guess, is because it saves money. But it's stupid, and here's why. So Monday, everybody knows the East Coast was getting socked with bad weather. Um, so Tim Parker started tweeting uh, sometime in the, in the morning uh, about his flight being delayed four hours until 3 p.m. Uh, then at 11.08 that he received a $10 meal voucher. <laughs> Uh, then, man. Oh, man, I gotta do the math on this. Uh, then at roughly noonish, uh, flight pushed back another 20 minutes. Uh, he got free famous Amos though from United. So that's good. Uh, sent out an SOS to Barstool Big Cat. I'm not sure who that is. Uh, then eventually, contrary to belief, we've been delayed again until 3.40 PM, original flight at 11. So at this point he's looking at, uh, four hours, 40 minutes delay. Then eventually at 3.06 p.m., flight was delayed till 5.30 p.m. And he was slowly adapting to airport living at this point. <laughs> uh, eventually, he uh, was, I guess, DMing United Airlines. <clears throat> uh, let's see what the... I, I think, needless to say, it was a long story. He was stuck in the airport for a really fucking long <laughs> time. And they didn't fly out until the next day. And it was a pretty humor. If you want to check it out, you should go to Tim Parker's uh, Twitter account and check it out and read it. And then Would see you- where Tarek – didn't Tarek go to, like, Universal oh, Studios or something? No, no, no. So they, they left that day. Yeah. Um, so he was on the plane at, like, 6 – the departure was, like, 6.51 or something like that. But he – so when he got back – oh, never mind. You're right. They did so not leave that day. They, yeah, they, they didn't leave because uh, Newark ended up closing Yep, because of the weather. So him and Aaron Long just rented the car and drove home. Mm-hmm. I don't okay. know if they actually did that. I think that I might think have that been was a joke. joke. But it was, yeah, it was quite quite, quite the story. I actually, I feel their pain. I, that happened to me in Atlanta back in April. I got stuck there for like an extra seven hours. So, um, but yeah, I mean, long story short, uh, you know, if I'm not mistaken, what the new CBA is up after this season? It's got to be. It's close to five years now. Yeah, so uh, it, the, the players got to strike. Uh, they got to put their money where their mouth is, and they got to strike. Uh, I, I kind of, uh, unless the league caves, but I, I think they they got to put a unified front. They got to start uh, putting their foot down. Um, they got living wages last time. Uh, now they need to they need to just flat out strike uh, and get just pull MLS out of the dark ages. 
it's time. It's long. It's long overdue. So. Yeah. So I just found it. It was signed in February 2015 and is expiring in January. Yeah. There you go. I mean, at some be a fun year next year. (laughs) At at some point, to this is going to sound a little weird, but to be taken seriously, you can't let shit like this keep happening. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We've seen we've seen multiple occasions where teams are getting screwed over. I have, we lost the two teams that were dealing with travel, and they came yeah, so literally the morning of. Like this is this keeps happening. It's not good. Yeah, if they had a charter flight, they would have flown out the night after the game, the night after the game. Yeah, I mean the only advantage the Rebels have is being where they are. They can kind of reliably get to Philly, DC. NYCFC and New England through like Amtrak slash New Jersey Transit, whatever. But mm-hmm. getting to outside those places, it's they got to fix this. Yeah. All right. Um, any other afterthoughts? Nah. Okay. So prediction standings. I was the only one to get any points. I called it a win. Uh, I believe you guys both called it draws. So that puts me at 14 points. Truman is still in second with eight. Pat is in third with six. Uh, fan predictions suck. Fan predictions aren't happening. So this is the last time I'm mentioning it. It's we're done for the year. I think I think Jen was winning at that. When, when we're Good done, job, so. Jen. You won. Yeah. We think. What do you got, Jen? Yep she she won by a point over Truman. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I I can't do it. All right, so Red <coughs> Red Bulls uh, this weekend are hosting the Columbus Crew on Saturday, July twenty seventh, seven thirty p.m. kickoff time. Game will be broadcast on MSG. Columbus not so great this year. Coming to <coughs> the game with a six fourteen and three record overall, one eight and one on the road, minus thirteen goal difference, eleventh in the Eastern Conference. Last five. Were three losses, a draw, and a win. And the only time the Red Bulls have played Columbus this year, it was a 1-1 draw on opening day in Columbus. So a lot has changed since then. Yeah, they Predictions. Suck. What was that? Yeah, they suck. That's yeah. a change. They suck. They lost, uh, they lost what's-his-face, Burhalter. When you trade him away to Atlanta, yeah. Wait, no. What? Who am I thinking? He, I, I think of Higuain. They traded him away, right? No, Greg Berhalter went to the U.S. national team as the head coach. Okay, but yeah, but didn't they trade one of their players to Atlanta this year? Not Iguain. I don't know, maybe, but definitely not Iguain. Okay. I thought th- I don't remember the guy's name. I know they traded somebody. <laughs> anyway, predictions. Uh, since I'm at first, I get, I'm up first. Uh, I think the Red Bulls are going to win, and they better because <laughs> Columbus is a really crappy road team this year. Um, I'm going to go a little more positive than I did against Orlando. <coughs> I'm going to say 3-1 because Columbus has a way of scoring goals against us, so they're not going to get completely shut out. Oh, I guess I have to be fucking different since you stole mine and I got to catch up. <laughs> I'm going to say 2 nothing. Uh Listen, Columbus, maybe they should have moved to Austin. <laughs> Good God, you fight so hard to keep your team there, and now you blow and the fans are going to stay away. Hopefully, when they get the fancy new city uh, stadium, that'll change. 
I, one can hope. I mean, them and Chicago are really gambling a lot on uh, moving, yeah. moving and hoping uh, fans come out. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually going to agree with Truman. Two nothing win. Uh, this is what sucks about being in last place. I have no hope of catching up because uh, you know all the scores I agree with. But hey, I agree. I uh, I predict poorly anyway, as evidenced by my points I have this year. So yeah, so two nothing win. Um, yeah, Columbus is trash. Uh, I think the Rebels will win. Uh, it'll be it'll be fun. A fun one on Saturday. I think the Red Bulls are actually what I saw. I actually went to their training the other day. Um, mm-hmm. I think actually the the lineup they're playing is no keeper because they're just going to rely fully on goalpost. Makes sense. Yeah. So I mean, you get that extra attacker out there, mm-hmm. and then every ball just goes off off the bar. I mean, right. you face a team with a minus thirteen goal difference. It makes sense, right? Yeah. You can start. You can send out. I mean, that, that's that's how you get BWP back on the field because you feel bad. Yep. Yeah. Never. Never mind tactics. Never mind what's tactically good for the team. You got to get BWP out there because you feel bad. Yep. All right. Uh, moving on. New York Red Bulls two uh, drew their last match two two at Memphis nine oh one, which brings their record to eleven five and four. 38 points plus 21 goal difference, and they still sit second in the East. It's fucking crazy. Which which part? That, that they're 11 5 4 with the plus 21 goal differential, and they're still in second place. Well, because their one game was 8 1, so it's kind of an inflated goal difference. Uh, their next match is at home against the Tampa Bay Rowdies, who are currently first in the East. Uh, it's this Friday, the 26th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, Sky Blue FC have played two games since our last podcast, and they've unfortunately lost both of them. Uh, the last one being a one nothing loss at home to the Washington Spirit. Uh, the good news for that game, though, is that they had five thousand plus in the at Rutgers, so they get at least some sort of post World Cup bounce. Hopefully, it sustains better than their less than two thousand average attendance has been so far this year. Yeah, we'll see. We know how these bumps in attendance go. Yeah. Especially when you're not winning. Yep. Uh, their record right now is two two and nine, eight points minus eight goal difference, and uh, it's currently sitting ninth in the league. Next match is away to the Houston Dash on Sunday, July twenty eighth, eight thirty p.m. Before we move on, this is NWSL stuff. Do you guys see the reported number for the crowd at the Chicago Red Stars match? No, during the week. I just saw. I mean, what that game was on before? Was it on before the Rebels or something? Because it's. It was out of the bar. It was an impressive crowd. I'll say that much. Yeah, it was 17,000 at Toyota Park nice. in Chicago. Hmm. I'm sure it's a Women's World Cup bump for sure. Of course, but I mean, still, to get 17,000 out, that's pretty good. No, it's good. I'm not shitting on it. I'm just saying. So some people can come out to that stadium, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Matt, imagine that, a team that can actually play. <laughs> Weird. And, uh, keep it up, I guess. Okay. Uh, so next is... Time for the dumping ground. I'm the trash man. I I, I just have one thing real quick, uh, just because I thought it was funny. Um, Liverpool had their preseason tour uh, this past week. And the funny part was, well, first of all, the game in Fenway you could not watch on TV. It was only available verse, uh, via the Bleach Report app. Which is fine, whatever. Uh, the game last night, uh, was actually on TNT. The funny part is that they don't have their own broadcasters. They just use whoever Liverpool's broadcasters are, which made for <laughs> ultimate Homer viewing. 
it was pure Homer viewing. Now, of course, I, you know, I found it funny. Uh, but if you like the other team, you wouldn't want Liverpool <laughs> announcers going, Oh, you'll, you'll never walk alone. The greatest song ever written. <laughs> you know, uh, they gave up a really shitty goal to start the game. And of course, you, you barely knew they scored. It was like, Oh, and it goes into the net. Toe, too bad. What a, what an error. And then, you know, Origi's scoring was cause for massive celebration. Um, I don't know. It was very, very funny. Listen to the, like, it, we're kind of fortunate around here that most of the teams we watch in New York area, you don't have like hardcore homers on, at least not on TV. Uh, maybe on the radio, it's a little bit. I'm looking at you, New York Yankees radio team. Um, York Jets to a degree. Yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, I just, I thought it was just really funny listening to those guys just like lose their minds just for one team. Yeah, I got nothing for dumping around this week. Uh, just reminded this: the MLS All Star Game is next week, the thirty first of July, against Atletico Madrid, and Kamar Lawrence is there. I'm hoping that he doesn't get injured or doesn't play whichever mm-hmm. one. I prefer, 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 I, I prefer he doesn't play because I. I, I know you. You hate the All Star Game. I'm one of those no. people who thinks it's fun I'm and knows the players don't go in that hard. I'm just indifferent about it. Mm. You're a grumpy goose. No, I just don't want to see our guys get hurt. That's all. And they, they don't. Whoever, they no don't. one gets hurt in those games. I, no, no one gets hurt. Never happens. We talk yeah. about it every year, and it never happens. Yeah. Remember that year when, like, they kept dropping uh, long balls on Ray, and he'd just watch it go over his head, and you just clap like it was a good idea. Yeah. And he was pretty much like, "Yeah, I'm not fucking chasing it." Sorry, guys. <laughs> was, that, was that the game at Red Bull Arena? No, I think that was one in Portland. Oh, I bet, I'm surprised he even played in that game. Although that's right, he liked he liked Portland's turf. He did. Yeah. That was the only one he he was okay with with Portland. Yep. Yeah. All right, so now it's time for uh, Pat's betting corner. All right, it's too bad that I haven't been on uh, the last couple of weeks because I actually did win some money. So that's pretty dope. But for this week, I think you got three pretty much guarantees. Uh, you got NYCSC, unfortunately, over SKC. Hey, I don't like betting on money either, but I like money. And uh, we got the New York Rebels over Columbus, and you got the surprisingly good Minnesota United over Vancouver Whitecaps, who are hot garbage. There's your three-team parlay this week. <laughs> Make that money. Yeah, I'm surprised how good Minnesota United has gotten, but hey, get your own stadium, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, the last thing on the agenda is Truman's terrible team of the week. That's terrible. You know, there wasn't any fun blowouts to laugh at uh, this week, so I'm going to give it to the Sounders for losing at home to arch-rival Portland Timbers. Uh, especially when Seattle is pretty, pretty good. And for now, the Portlands are pretty, pretty bad. Uh, mm-hmm. National broadcast game, right? You, you got your big old, big old TIFO display going on there. You're showboating a little bit. And you drop that game at home. Listen, we don't drop those home games. It's not how we roll on national TV when we're playing our rivals. Most of the time, most of the time we don't. Uh, so yeah, that's a different issue, right? Playoffs. I'm sorry about that. Uh, so yeah, shame on you, Seattle. Shame. 
No, I wish I had the shame none, so I could just play that for get three three seconds. All right. Any other things you want to discuss before we get out of here? No. Nope. Uh, no. All right. Let's wrap this one up. You can visit us at patreon.com slash Rant. One buck a month is all you need to get exclusive content, such as our weekly wrap-ups. Or sorry, not weekly wrap-ups, monthly wrap-ups. Uh, any live post-game stuff we do, stuff like that. You can email us, redbullrant at gmail.com. <coughs> you can call us at 973-348-5329. Facebook.com slash redbullrant. On Twitter, at redbullrant for the show, at Dr. Stooch myself, at pmacda 2 for Pat, at the Truman for Truman. Subscribe to our show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Last words before we get out of here. Hey! Win! How about that? Yeah! Yeah. Get us a W. Win. Alright, so for Pat Truman and myself, this has been episode number 319 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in, and as always, go Red Bulls. Bye-bye! Lights. Nice.